welcome to Men Alive, a biblical journey to help us conform to the image of Jesus Christ. I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. Our teacher is my longtime friend, Dr. Jim Cunningham, consultant in adult education, director of Go Teach Global, and author of the book, Men Alive. Dr. Jim. Our topic today focuses on sources of knowledge. But before we begin, I want to tell our listeners about a great Christian leader with whom my wife Reed and I once shared a meal together. His name is Dr. Charles Habib Malik. Dr. Malik was the ambassador for Lebanon in Washington from 1945 to 1955. During this time, he served as head of five major offices in the United Nations, including President of the General Assembly and President of the Security Council of the United Nations. One of his greatest achievements was chairing the committee that drafted the Universal Declaration of Human Rights, reportedly the only document in the history of the United Nations to be adopted by every nation without a single dissenting vote. In 1985, I was serving at a Christian university in Western Canada. Dr. Malik was speaking on campus to our students when my wife Reed and I received an honored invitation to share dinner with Dr. Malik at the university president's home. At that time, I was 42. Dr. Malik was 77, the exact same age I am now as I speak to our listeners. And you both had white hair at the age of 77. You told me one time, Jim, that Dr. Malik looked to you like an image of Moses. You're right, Paul. He was an amazing godly man in word, thought, and deed. Here's one of the highlights I remember. Dr. Malik said, What you know, or think you know, that you cannot articulate in such a way as to share it with all mankind is not knowledge. It could be faith. It could be feeling. It could be intuition. It could be hallucination. It could be daydreaming, but it is not knowledge. It remains your private property until you manage to convert it into knowledge, namely until you succeed in communicating it to others. Knowledge is essentially publishable and shareable with all men. Knowledge is universally human or it is something fake. Scientific knowledge tells every man from Tibet to Timbuktu From Copenhagen to Cape Town, you have the innate power of seeking the truth of every being, from God to the multiplication table, and of knowing as much of that truth as it is humanly possible to know. Let's consider for a moment some common sources of knowledge. First is empiricism, or the theory that knowledge comes from sensory experience. These philosophers believe that if you experience something, it must be true. Our Lord's Apostle Thomas could be considered a bit of an empiricist. Listen as Paul reads his story from John chapter 20, after Jesus had risen from the dead. Now Thomas, also known as the twin, one of the twelve, was not with the disciples when Jesus came. So the other disciples told him, We have seen the Lord. But he said to them, Unless I see the nail marks in his hands and put my finger where the nails were and put my hand into his side, I will not believe. A week later, his disciples were in the house again, and Thomas was with them. Though the doors were locked, Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. 
Then he said to Thomas, Put your finger here, see my hands. Reach out your hand and put it into my side. Stop doubting and believe. Thomas said to him, My Lord and my God. Then Jesus told him, Because you've seen me, you have believed. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Paul, that is classic empirical knowledge. Knowledge based on experience. Thomas never forgot that experience. He knew without any doubt, Jesus Christ is alive. In fact, history records that the Apostle Thomas landed on the Kerala coast of India in AD 52 to tell Hindu people that Jesus is alive. He believed it and gave his life as a martyr near Madras in AD 72. A second source of knowledge is revelation, or knowledge that God reveals directly to man. Some world religions, like Mormons and Muslims, believe their leader had a revelation from an angel like Moroni or Gabriel. But Christians believe that God not only revealed himself directly to the prophets like Moses and to kings like David, but he sent his only begotten son, Jesus of Nazareth, to reveal his character to us, Emmanuel, God in the flesh. Paul, read again for us from a conversation Jesus had with Pilate during the trial that led to Christ's crucifixion. Pilate then went back inside the palace, summoned Jesus, and asked him, Are you the king of the Jews? Is that your own idea, Jesus asked, or did others talk to you about me? Am I a Jew, Pilate replied? Your own people and chief priests handed you over to me. What is it you've done? Jesus said, My kingdom is not of this world. If it were, my servants would fight to prevent my arrest by the Jewish leaders. But now my kingdom is from another place. You are a king then, Pilate said. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? retorted Pilate. Truth is an eternal unchanging statement or principle that is in agreement with reality. Jesus came to reveal to the world what God was like, sinless, holy, full of grace and truth. God is not some statue of wood or an idol of gold we worship. Our God is alive, a living God. You are listening to Men Alive with Dr. Jim Cunningham from Go Teach Global. Contact us at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. A third source of knowledge is authority. Knowledge is accepted as true because it comes from a competent observer or recorder. Listen as Paul reads what John recorded at the very end of his gospel. This is the disciple who testifies to these things and who wrote them down. We know that his testimony is true. Jesus did many other things as well. If every one of them were written down, I suppose that even the whole world would not have room for the books that would be written. John establishes himself as that beloved disciple. In other words, you can trust my words. 
my story, my knowledge. John is saying, I was there. I saw Jesus. I heard Jesus while he was alive. And I saw and heard him after he rose from the dead. You can trust me that this knowledge is true. A fourth source of knowledge is intuition or knowledge given at a strategic time by God through his Holy Spirit in a manner that is similar to a blink or a divine insight that no one can explain. There's a story about Elisha in 2 Kings 6 that describes this type of knowledge. Listen while Paul reads it. Time and again Elisha warned the king of Israel so that he was on his guard in such places where the enemy mobilized. This enraged the king of Aram. He summoned his officers and demanded of them, Tell me, which of us is on the side of the king of Israel? None of us, my lord, the king, said one of his officers. But Elisha, the prophet who is in Israel, tells the king of Israel the very words you speak in your bedroom. The Lord enabled Elisha to warn the king of Israel about every plan plotted against them by the king of Aram, now called Syria. That source of knowledge is not normal, but it sure is effective when it occurs. A fifth source of knowledge is reasoning. This source of knowledge is plain, old-fashioned, rational thinking. For example, if A is greater than B, and B is greater than C, then A is greater than C. The problem with knowledge is that many people do not believe God has revealed truth to us, but He has. And he's done it in three different ways. First, God reveals knowledge and truth through general revelation in creation. Psalm 19.1 says, The heavens are telling of the glory of God, meaning the clouds, wind, sun, moon, stars, lightning, thunder, rain, snow, all equals the heavens that are declaring the glory of God. God's second method is to reveal truth and knowledge to us by special revelation in the Bible. 66 books authored over a few thousand years that covers the details of every aspect of human life from creation and the Garden of Eden to eternity and the Tree of Life. 2 Peter 1.21 says, Men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. God's third method for revealing truth is incarnate revelation. God loved the world so much he sent his only Son to show us the way, the truth, and the life, so that whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. John 1.14 says, We beheld his glory, the only begotten from the Father, full of grace and truth. Jim, as disciples or followers of Jesus Christ, you and I believe that from creation, the Bible, and God's indwelling Holy Spirit, we can know the truth and the truth will make us free. That is good news. Agreed. We began with a tribute to Dr. Malik. Let me close this program with one of Dr. Malik's appeals. He says, We founded our faith on Christian biblical truth and Christian principles, and then from that foundation we are free to explore, look, and examine. We are free to study other things because we tie them and relate them back to the truth of God's word. But once we cut out that foundation, we have people in a moral drift, floating off in all directions, examining and exploring and not knowing how to get back to the reality of the God of creation. The foundation has been taken away. Some 40 years after Dr. Malik wrote these thoughts, the truth of his words is greater than ever. 
It is a great consolation to know that God is truth. Jesus Christ is truth, and the Holy Spirit is truth. As men, we must seek with God's grace and guidance to reclaim knowledge of the way in our lives and in our training, knowledge of the truth in our homes, in our teaching, and knowledge of the life in our communities and in our mentoring, discipling relationships. There you have it, men. We follow Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life, becoming like him in our thoughts, our words, and our actions. You can contact Dr. Jim at menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. That's menaliveuntogod at gmail.com. Men Alive is a production of Go Teach Global. For more information, we invite you to visit our website at goteachglobal.com. There you can listen to all the Men Alive programs you may have missed. That's goteachglobal.com. Until next time, I'm your host, Paul Estabrooks. On behalf of Dr. Jim Cunningham, encouraging you to be Men Alive, conform to the image of Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm.